And now, a presentation on the Mental Health News Radio Network. The Outer Limits of Inner Truth Radio Show. Ryan, that is a freaking awesome question. You are the power, and you do not need anybody's permission. He's the only guy that ever crawled out of a grave where people didn't go, oh, ah! Don't worry, don't be afraid, ever, because this is just a ride. You're, you're a great interviewer. You're one of the best. If this is the best God can do, I am not impressed. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Out of Limits of Inner Truth Radio Show, OutofLimitsRadio.com. I'm your host, Ryan. How are you doing? Hope you're doing well. Are you looking for some inspiration? Are you looking for some motivation? Well, that's what we have on the show this week. We have an awesome guest. And before we bring him on, I wish to bestow upon you the greatest piece of wisdom I could ever bestow upon you. I mean, I'm shaking with the amount of wisdom I'm going to share with you right now. And here it is. If you happen to have a wife who is nine months pregnant and she tells you how hard it is to be pregnant, don't ever say to her, I know exactly what you're going through, honey. I've stubbed my toe before. Don't do that. Don't do that ever. That is all I can tell you. You now know everything I can share with you. That is it. (laughs) Let us begin tonight's show. It's a great honor to welcome to our program, John Foley, former lead solo pilot of the Blue Angels, Sloan Fellow at Stanford School of Business, and an expert in the how of high-performance teams. John wrote an amazing book called Fearless Success, which we're going to discuss today. You can learn more about Mr. Foley by going to his website at johnfoleyinc.com. Mr. Foley, welcome to our show. Hey, Ryan and everyone. I'm, I'm glad to be here. It's an honor to be with you right now. Oh, thank you. And I have to say, I've watched some of your videos. They are electrifying. And, you know, they're very motivational because <laughs> you watch these videos. And you, you bring out, you elicit the, um, you know, the, the drive and the passion of other people. In all of your years of speaking, what do you think are some of the reasons why people are unmotivated? And what do you do? to elicit a reaction, to elicit a response where somebody will walk away from your engagements and they'll want to take charge of the life in the way that maybe they hadn't wanted, wanted to before. Yeah, absolutely. I, I like to think about it as inspiring and that's breathing life into. And that's something that's already inside of everyone, right? So uh, I think the key and what I've done, you know, the last two decades, I've spoken over a thousand organizations, over a million people. Uh, we've been on six continents. Uh, 52 countries, uh, and it's powerful, right? So the first thing that I think you always need to do, whether it's this podcast or whether it's a live event, is you got to connect to your audience. And I do that through high impact storytelling, video. You know, my my life as a Blue Angel is uh, was just one small part of it, but a very powerful piece. And I like to transfer that knowledge and wisdom to help others. And when you are connecting with an audience what do they tend to respond to you're talking about sometimes you'll do stories but what do people generally care about most what are what motivates most people to control their lives or seize control or you know to be successful 
Yeah, yeah. I think for me, at least, what I like to do uh, on the on the live events is you first got to create awe, right? And I do that with uh, uh, taking them inside behind the scenes of what elite high performance really looks like. And then what I do, and that is, you know, video of me. I mean, I don't know if you, if, if you know the Blue Angels real well, but how close do you think we're flying a 22-ton jet at 500 knots? What, what is your guess? 18 inches? Uh, you read the, you <laughs> of read course. the blurb. I can't believe okay. I mean, that, that. That is a lot of pressure. I know some people uh, is talking the world saying, oh, you know, I'm under a lot of pressure. When I was reading your bio, I'm like, no, I, I think that you have to talk about John about the, the pressure. So how are you able to do that, by the way? How are you able to fly 500 miles an hour, 18 inches apart, apart and still be comfortable? Exactly. Well, you're never really comfortable. That's that's the good point. And uh, I just did a, a a video series on scared versus afraid because of what everyone's going through right now, you know, with Corona and all that, all those challenges that we all have. I think there's a big difference between being scared and afraid. And here's how to define it. So fear, which we're seeing a lot, and that's one of the things people are trying to overcome. How do you overcome fear? Fear will cause you stuckness. Watch it. You can watch it in yourself. You can see it in teams. Heck, we're seeing it in nations, and we're seeing it globally right now. What's scared? Scared's different, okay? Scared's the little hairs that stand up on the back of your neck. Scared says, hey, maybe I, I need to take some precautions, like wear a mask, social distancing. Um, maybe it's don't walk down a dark alley late at night. Scared is awareness, and that's what we need as business leaders. That's what we need out here today. You need awareness and be able to pivot. So the answer to your question is, you know, we, we had a process and that's what's important. You need a process and a mindset that works in any times, whether it's, it's challenging times or in times are doing good. And that's what I unpacked, uh, what I call a glad to be her mindset. So gratitude is the, one of the keys. That was one of your questions. What, what are people looking for? You, you got to be able to tap into your own power of gratitude because that's where perceptions come from. That's what allows you to see a glass is half full and not half empty. And then this idea of generosity, which will allow you to have the self-confidence uh, to actually take action. And when you combine those two, it's, it's what we call innovation. You see things others don't see, and you have the confidence to take the action. Bam. It's creativity. That's awesome. I want to go into gratitude in a minute, but there are certain sure. people out there who – they have tried going after certain aspects of their dream. They, they've gone after certain things and they've had an experience where the pain has been so substantial, like they failed so hard, it's been so difficult that they don't want to put themselves in that type of pain again, or they want to put themselves yeah. in a position where they're going to experience that type of pressure. How do you overcome a tremendous amount of pain or a painful experience and go right back up and continue to push, knowing that you may get knocked down the same way, if not harder than the previous time you stood up? Great question. Great question. So I call it the ability to compartmentalize, which is a skill. You can train yourself to do this. Um, and to me, that's simply you take the pain, you take the pressure, and you put it in the back of your head for a little while. Now, I'm not saying you're trying to solve this uh, long term. That's not what you'd want to do. But for the short term, this is what you want to do. And I'll give you an example. So I used to fly jets on and off aircraft carriers. And I remember one time coming in at night, dark, scary, weather's bad, the deck's pitching. I mean, I hear blood curdling scream, power. I miss killing myself. 
by about a foot. I mean, landing this jet um, wow. on the on the deck of the carrier. And it was actually an out-of-body experience. I mean, this energy left my body. I thought I was going to die. I really did. And I thought, well, you know what? It's, at least it's going to be a fireball. It'll look cool, right? And uh, and when I didn't <laughs> die, uh, yeah, it's no big deal. You know, when, when I didn't die, this energy comes back in my body. And now I'm scared. I'm scared crapless. I mean, I'm dry heaving. I'm puking. My legs are shaking. So I know what fear is like, right? I mean, I've been there. We've all been there, right? And then what do you have to do? You have to get control of your own emotions and you have to get control of your own self because I have to go out there the next night and do it again. Okay. So how do you do that? First thing you got to do is you got to debrief. You got to learn. See, we have to learn from our mistakes. So you sit there and you go, okay, what went well? I always start with what's going well. What, what went wrong? Learn from it. And what do you do? Take corrective action. We did this on the Blue Angels every single day. We brief. And then we debrief and the debrief is the most critical part. So that's not only when things go wrong, like in this case, I'm going to learn because that'll give you the strength and confidence to get out there and do it again because you're learning. Small things matter too. Just take small steps. I have a lot more to say, but I'll let you go. No, I definitely want to talk more about it. So how would a person debrief themselves after a day? So most people, yeah. I mean, right now, they, they don't even go to an office anymore. They're in their house and some yeah. people who are luckily to be working doing it but how do you debrief yourself at the end of the day when you are constantly connected you are connected to your phone you're connected right. to your tv i mean your, your spouses are probably looking at something they're saying something so how do you truly de debrief yourself yeah 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 so it's good there's different levels of debrief um i do it with my team uh immediately after an event so just like before this call we had a big zoom call big clients um and i always build in a very quick debrief even if it's only two minutes where you can get your team back together and go, okay, what did we learn? What went well? Uh, were there any mistakes that we need to fix? We call them safeties. Um, what are the action steps we're going to take from this, okay, of those learnings? But here's the key. Everyone knows how to do that, right? Here's the key. You want to end with a, a, a glad-to-be-here mindset. Say something positive about uh, the situation, even if, it, even if it was a difficult one. What that does is it builds resiliency. So, to answer your question, we can go deeper. Uh, there's a more important thing, and that is how do you start your day? How do you start your day in a way that you're focused, aligned, and, and integrated, and you're ready just to kick butt? So I have a morning routine that I do every day. Happy to share with yes, you. Yes, please do. And then do. in the evening, yeah, and then the evening, you got to celebrate. See, that's the key. When debriefs are not just about what went wrong. In fact, what I'm mostly debriefing is let me reflect back on my day. And let me think about the faces, the people. Like, I'll think about you tonight, all right? When I go to bed tonight, I'll be thinking about you and the audience and saying, I hope we were able to do something positive for somebody else, right? That's the, and, and then I go through my day. So anyhow, here's, here's what I, uh, I'll share with you. And you all can try this if you want. I call it my glad to be here wake up, okay? And, uh, and what is this? I've trained my brain to wake up happy, okay? Uh, and what do you do is this. The minute you wake up, very quickly, you just say to yourself, what is the first thought that hits my head? What am I grateful for? Now, you watch. As you're, trying, as you're doing this, that's probably not the first thought that hits your head currently, right? So you got to retrain your brain. And you do this, and I say, what am I grateful for in the present moment? For today, it was easy. I love 
being um, this isolated because I get to stay home with my wife. I was just there with Carol this morning and we were able to talk and we go through, sometimes we do this together um, and we're talking about being grateful together. We're grateful we're healthy. We're grateful we have uh, protection now and, 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 and the house and, and, and we can make it through this time frame. So anyhow, my point is, what are you grateful for in your present moment? Then here's the key. Go back 24 hours and just say what happened yesterday. It's kind of like a mini debrief that I have something to be grateful for. And I think about the people who I've met, the impact, whether it was those 120 countries that I spoke to yesterday, um, the idea of, of helping people. Then do this, okay? And this is real important for leaders. Go forward in your day. Think about your schedule, but think about others, not just yourself, and say, how am I going to improve on that? If you do this, you can do it quickly. When you wake up, this is before you even get out of bed. Okay, you will cut grooves in your brain, the neuroplasticity of your brain changes, and you will start to have more happy thoughts. Don't believe me. Just try it. You'll see it works. That's awesome. I actually, I read, uh, listened to Tim Ferriss, and he said the first thing you should do in the morning is start writing yeah. down what you're thankful for, and that's what I do. And I think it's, uh, I really yeah. have to say it has improved a lot. I'm trying to do meditation as well. I know people say, hey, you should med yes. meditate in the morning. Do you do that? Is that I do. Uh, we just did it this morning. And uh, it's it's, uh, you know, I, I did 15 minutes. That's a little challenging. Actually, I think we're in about 21. Um, yes, I definitely build in. Here's what I try to do. And Tim and I are aligned on a lot of this stuff, right? First thing you want to do is you want to start a mental gratitude practice. Um, you can write it down. You can do it in your head. I actually do it in bed still, okay? But you can do this throughout any other time. But then here's the key. You need to have a trigger that triggers your, your state of your mind and says, okay, I'm getting up today and this is going to be a magical special day. The way I do that is I get out of bed and I, with my left foot hitting the floor first. And what that tells me, and I, I actually consciously watch it, I say, today's not normal. Today's magical. I'm going to do something uh, uh, to help somebody or, or, or great today. And that's, that's a trigger. And then, and then what you need to do is something physical. So I built a, a four-minute physical routine that allows my body to stretch, to move, to bow. Uh, I breathe um, quickly. I can do this longer if I need. I do a lot of yoga too, but I can get it down to four minutes where I've now I'm changing my state. Now I'm mentally ready. Uh, I'm physically ready. And that's where the, the last piece comes in. And that is if you have a meditation practice um, and I try to do this, um, then you focus your mind and when you watch the clarity you can do this in 15 minutes, by the way. You can do all three of them, all right? The clarity that will come out of that will blow you away the rest of the day. That's awesome. I really would love to do more of that, and I hope more people who are listening do that. Years ago, I read a book uh, by Tony Robbins, Unlimited Power, and I love when he talked this, about this yeah. idea of setting yourself up to trigger yourself into a state of greatness, have a visualization, and yeah. um, you grab your finger, you want to do something, and every time you grab your finger, it'll put you in that particular state of greatness. So is there anything that yeah. you recommend to people that they can do in a very short period of time that would trigger them into that state of greatness, trigger them into that state of readiness where they're just as yes. prepared as if they were doing something 24 hours preparing for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's the trigger. And, and again, Tony and I ride a line okay, on this visualization. I'll give you an example of what I did uh, when I was landing jets on the carriers. Again, because high pressure, you got to react. I mean, you got to be on. All right. Um, I would be, before I was landing the jet and holding, um, I would take my oxygen mask off first, just take a couple of breaths. Right. But then the trigger that, that I really had was I grabbed my fist, I'd squeeze it three times, and then I'd tap it with my other hand. 
Now, that was something I made up. You can pull your finger. You can touch your ear. Here's the thing. Normally, keep it secret. So I'm telling you everything here because I, I want people to learn from it. But it's also important to keep your trigger secret because that's kind of your own personal power, right? And what it is, is, is that's why the left foot for me is a trigger, right? So anything that you want to allow you to say, okay, it's game time. See, that's what you're telling your nervous system. You're saying it's game time, right? So what I do now is, is I go outside, and I live in Sun Valley, Idaho. It's still cold in the morning. It's below freezing, right? I go outside, and, and uh, I just have them on a pair of shorts, and I, I, get, I let the cold air shake me, right? And then what I do is I bow, okay? I've got this bow routine that, um, that allows me to get my body moving. And here's the other key thing, and we can go into this some other time much, much more. I open up my chest. So, you know, when you think about, um, you know, a, a, a Olympic athlete after they've stuck the, uh, the, the triple flip, you know, what do they do? They just like, bam, their hands go up and they are like, wow. And that's what I do. I wrote a book called Fearless Success. And I always end with this powerful, fearless uh, uh, motion. It's powerful. It's awesome. It's awesome you do it. And I have a two-part question for you. And that is, yeah. what is the driving force behind your creative expressionism? Do you create from inspiration? Do you create from desperation? Do you have an intuitive, do you have intuitive driving, driving force within you that kind of guides you where you're kind of driven? You're like, you're just manifesting what is within your heart. What is the, so what is the driving yeah. force behind it? Yeah, it's, it's definitely um, a purpose larger than self. And, uh, you know, that what, for me, my inspiration, my creativity comes from not desperation. Absolutely not that at all. I don't think you're very creative there at all. It's, it's when you're actually um, contributing and giving and, and, and something that you already know, okay? My inspiration, I, I, I go back on the, my experiences, whether it's flying jets on carriers, being a Blue Angel, like threw in the movie Top Gun. By the way, we got Top Gun coming out. Top Gun Mavericks is going to be cool. All right. Um, but more importantly, the leaders who I'm dealing with now, the people who I deal with now. And it's about what can I do to um, serve them or the people of the world, right? So with the coronavirus, how can we be a beacon of light? How can we po be positive? Um, that's my inspiration. It's a giving one. And, uh, and then the creativity flows. And here's the other thing I've noticed, though, is I need a deadline, okay? I need an event. I need a deadline like this call. It's like, okay, let's get on it. Let's, let's talk about something. And, uh, and then I'm reaching inside my heart. Now, after this, I ha you have to build recovery time, okay? And that's, that's where you can recover. I've got to make six videos right now after this, okay? They're going to six different companies, CEOs. They're going to put them out to their entire organization, right? Incredible. And that... That's coming from this interview, though. By taking this time, I'll have the energy to do that. Thank you. And I, I, you know, it's amazing. You said you, you talked to 120 countries today. That's why people have to say, like, what have you done today? Oh, you know, did you walk the dog? No, this, this gentleman, <laughs> our featured guest, talked to 120 different countries. So uh, I want to ask you, what, uh, Lao Tzu once said that the key to growth is the introduction of higher dimensions of consciousness into our self, our own self-awareness. And of all the things that Thank you did to attempt to expand your consciousness and awareness, what were the two that were the most profound and had the biggest impact? Well, for me, first was spiritually. It was after I did all this, quote, crazy stuff. You know, I'd, uh, you know the, the flying in the Blue Angels is, is such a tremendous experience. 
you're not only flying 18 inches from somebody, sometimes you're upside down and you have to do this every single day. So it's not about just reaching a level of excellence, it's sustaining excellence. And the only way you're gonna sustain excellence under change, because the world's constantly changing, turbulence, all the things or experiences, is you have to expand your consciousness. You have to expand your awareness. So the way I do that is uh, with uh, what I call focus down, open up, focus down, open up. Uh, you can do this, 65 times a second, by the way. You know, when I'm snapping my finger, you have 65 chances, this is the way the human brain works, uh, to take in these, these, these impulses and these seeds. And so what I'm doing is, is I'm, I'm trying to uh, be focused on the ones that are important and block out the distractions. Give you an example real quick. So coming out of jet at 1,000 miles per hour closer, Thumper and I, posing solos, uh, we're closing at 1,000 miles per hour. Okay, that's, that's a mile every four and a half seconds, all right? And I'm going to pass within a wingspan. You better know who's in that cockpit next to you. You better have a process and a system, which we did. Okay, I was on the flight line. I said, I'll be on the flight line, which is the inboard edge of the left pane of stripe. His contract to me, because we work on trust, is to miss me. It's that simple. And you get in these high states of awareness where I could see the nose in, uh, of his airplane a half mile out moving slightly because of the wind because I'm that focused. Now, you can't stay that focused all the time. You will kill yourself doing that too because what happens is you don't see the unseen world. So you have to open up your mind. I call it situational awareness. And then you take in the whole world and you realize, okay, any other threats? Nope. Any other opportunities? Nope. Okay, back down to the focus. So it's a constant open up, focus down. I do that through my day and I do that, um, you know, currently it, it, it'll help your people. When you are at that level of high intensity of high concentration, when you went to Blue Angel, did you find that your intuition opened up in a way that it hadn't before? And do you find yourself in situations today where you long for that pressure, where you long to be under that intense pressure in order to access certain at certain areas of your intuition? Yes, you're 100% right. I, I call it, you know, we've all, all about this flow state, right? But that's what you're describing to me. When I'm in that high level of concentration, I'm in a state of flow. And here's what happens. Um, time slows down, okay? Uh, I, I actually am so aware. Time really doesn't slow down. Here's what happens. Your mind speeds up. You're in, and that's how you tap into your intuition. This power is already within all of us. I'm not like, you know, creating this out of the, the ether. It's already there. It's in you. It's in me. So we just need to figure out how to tap into it. And when you do that, you feel in a state of flow. The example I'll give you on a day-to-day -day basis is simple, okay? It's like being in a canoe and you're going down a river. And if you feel like, because it's like now for today and for a lot of us, we're paddling up river. It's hard. There's a lot of strokes. Man, I mean, for, I mean, I'm surviving, but I'm working hard. Okay, you're going against the flow. That's obvious, okay? And you can see it. You can see it in yourself. What will happen differently when you're in the flow is, okay, you feel like you're in the river. Now, it still takes strokes. You still got to paddle to avoid the rocks, but you're in a flow. It's fun. So that's where your intuition tells you I'm in a flow. I just got off a conference call. We have to make a big decision on the online platform. We have a lot of online content that, that people wanting now. And so we're putting it on platforms. And I have to decide what platform. And my intuition going into the call was, I know this guy. I trust him. That, you know, I'm, I'm not so concerned about the platform. I want to I trust the people around the platform. And you know what? Two hours later, because it took a while to do this, um, my intuition was right. We eventually went with the, my initial 
thought, which was different than what the, all the data gave us. The data was saying, oh, you might want to go with this other platform. But after the conversation, we found out, no, intuition was correct. So, you know, it's in the flow. You got to be in the flow. John, can you please talk about your spiritual beliefs and what role they've had in shaping your perception and what role they've had in um, helping you relate to others? Yeah, and I love the word spiritual because I've gone through the, the full gamut. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I grew up Catholic and I love, I love all the faiths. What I realize is this, though, is um, really, really love how people are more similar than, than they are dissimilar. In belief systems, I always look at where are we, are we connecting and, uh, and where we have common ground. It's this connection and extension. So for me, I'm on a constant spiritual journey. I love reading about Buddhism and the Far East. I love uh, all the other, uh, uh, it, you know, it doesn't matter to me. What I actually just found out the untold story of Jesus, you know, as we're looking into what happened during his lost years. So I'm constantly seeking, here's the difference. I seek wisdom. Right. And I think you can get wisdom from all different sources. Uh, and uh, and that's what fills me up. And what I realized is I go back to the obviously the the, the, the very uh, sacred text, whether it is the Bible, the Old Testament, whether it's the Torah, whether it is the, the Bhagavad Gita, whether it is in um, uh, the Bodhisattva way of life. There's so many beautiful texts out there that I go to there and I read those, but I read them from. Uh, a human perspective from a, from a perspective of how can this benefit me and others? That's awesome. It. That's awesome. I'm a perpetual seeker as well. I'm always trying to find something. And it's not even if I'm reading, it's always if I, what kind of response I feel inside. Exactly. I think that's important. It's the contemplation, right? And that is the feeling. It's not the words. Sometimes I only read a sentence or two and I'll contemplate it for an hour. That's the power. John, we're in a very interesting time right now. I guess a lot of people working from home. We're not seeing people like we used to. And I've always been aware of this this uh, ideal that, okay, if you have five people in your life, they're going to influence who you are. So, so you have like these five people that are very close to you, and they'll probably, my understanding is that they'll probably have a significant impact on how your life is, the quality of life. Well, if you have these five key people, but you're not seeing them face-to-face, you have five key people that you're in, that you're interacting electronically through email through phone calls how does that differ and shape your sphere of influence compared to -to face-to-face interaction and uh, i'll follow up with this another part question is as we move towards artificial intelligence and as people are interacting with artificial type intelligence and people like that could they be influenced by artificial intelligence and lose less lose their humanity in the process Wow. So deep questions. Uh, I'll take the first. The first one is, you know, um, how am I staying connected? What I heard you say is how am I staying connected to those five influential people? Um, Well, I think the key for me is these are people who you you know them, they know you at a deep level, right? Whether it's a spiritual leader, uh, whether it's a, a, a spouse, a friend, um, whether it's, you know, uh, somebody who made an impact on you in your, in your prior, uh, you know, earlier life and stuff. I find that once that connection is, is built, I don't need a lot of um, frequency, okay? Because it's already there, right? So um, what I've been doing though is, 
is reaching out to those friends and, and, and deep people. Uh, we, the Zoom is amazing, you know, to see people's faces. I do believe that um, the first, you know, of course, when you can meet somebody in person and you can feel that energy and the hug, that's great. That's why live events will not go away. We'll, we'll get out of this, right? Um, but in the meantime, uh, I'm finding you can get as much connection almost uh, with, with the visual side of it. I think it's harder when it's only audio, and I know that's what we're doing here, but you can start to feel people. You can feel their deeper essence, right? And so that's the answer, the answer that I would give on that is that I'm looking for that deeper essence, and I do believe that can come across in different mediums. Now, as far as artificial intelligence, um, you know, I, I think it, 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 it really de depends on your own belief system. And that's what I like to talk about about um, not just personal beliefs, but with co companies is, you know, what do we believe? What's limiting us? Those will be fear-based, I guarantee you. And what's liberating us, these are the opportunities. And I think artificial intelligence is neither bad or good. It's how you believe and how you, um, how you act with it that will, will generate your result. Mr. John Foley, I want to thank you so much for being with us today and for sharing your wisdom. I have to say that I learned so much from you in such a short period of time. And I'm very motivated to, to do a lot of things in my life right now, especially considering the fact that this morning you talked to 160 countries and my, my wife's got a to-do list. I'm like, maybe I could tackle some of that to-do list, but it's really great to speak with you. You learn more about John by going to his website at johnfoleyinc.com. And we're also going to promote the book, Fearless Success, which you can get right off our site. Fully hey, so and much. also, Ryan, real, yes. real quick, um, go to gladtobehere.com also, and you can opt in your audience. Uh, we're starting this movement on gratitude, right? And uh, we've got some special things for people, these glad to be here videos. There's all kinds of free stuff, good stuff for you. So gladtobehere.com, there's an opt-in page if you want some more information. Uh, it'd be great. And uh, thank you for what you do for so many people and your listeners. Let's have a glad to be here day. Okay, everyone, we are out of time and I am out of donuts. Going to restock and uh, get up to my fourth chin. I've got three already. I'm going to go up to chin number four. Special thanks to our amazing guest, Mr. John Foley. And special thanks, as always, to our virtues, Ms. Carrie O'Connor, Ms. Constance Dallas, and Ms. Lisa McGarity. To learn more about the Outer Limits of Minute Truth, please go to our website at outerlimitsradio.com. Until the next time we meet, my friends. I wish upon you an abundance of peace, love, and beer. Take care and thank you so much for listening. Want to be heard or seen in front of millions of people? Want to be an expert on TV or radio? Goldman McCormick PR is a New York City-based public relations agency that specializes in traditional and social media placement for law, finance, media, and corporate-based clients. Goldman McCormick PR also are specialists in website development, radio show creation, press conferences, media training, and so much more. Check out GoldmanMcCormick.com for more information. GoldmanMcCormick.com.